0: What's up everyone and welcome back or to the Professionally Silly Podcast. The podcast where we shoot the shit and we talk the paranormal, true crime, and interesting topics that I find online. It's your audible boot thang, Amber Smiles Jones, and welcome to the podcast hosted by me, a comedian who listens to true crime podcasts before I go to bed look I know that it's weird but fuck it okay (laughs) I know I can't be the only one as well come on (laughs) y'all but before we get started let me speak on something for a moment okay this I will be remiss if I didn't this week has been just crazy hell the last six years have been insane and we are dealing with so much and all at once Uh, as I'm sure you guys are aware The Derek Chauvin trial is going on. That's the man who murdered George Floyd, for those of you who are not aware. But the whole world is aware of this at this point. And um, then we have the murder of Dante Wright. We had a black man uh, who was in his complete army uniform, who was pepper sprayed for no reason. And just the other day, a black man was walking down the street in his neighborhood and was assaulted by a white man who said to this young black man was in the wrong neighborhood the black community is dealing with a lot and have been for centuries okay and let me just say let me just say this okay nothing nothing is new none of this is new everything that you are seeing on social media and on your television is old news and when I say that I mean this is the way it's always been the only thing that has changed is technology. Now, our phones are are able to record these horrifying events, thus making it more difficult for people to ignore because they post it online, everybody's favorite place, the Internet. It's, it's more difficult to leave your head buried in the sand and pretend the world is full of rainbows and butterflies. It's not... It's easy to pretend that white privilege doesn't exist. It's being thrown in your face every day. The truth is. The truth is being thrown in your face every day. And the treatment of black people, my people, does not seem to be changing anytime soon. And it saddens me and it angers me at the same time that my tomorrow isn't guaranteed simply because of the color of my skin. I get anxiety when I see the police, whether they're in uniform or sitting on the side of the road in their cars. I always hope and pray that I won't bring attention to myself, hoping, hoping and praying that they won't notice me, hoping that, that if, I, if they do notice me, then hopefully they didn't have a bad day that day. And it's terrifying To leave my home at times. Sometimes I'm out in public and I'll see white people out there, and I can't help but think to myself do they want to hurt me? Will I be the next black, the next dead black person on the news? Will my death even be reported? My brain goes to dark places. But that's also part of how, that's part of human nature is to be afraid to worry because that, that tends to keep us safe. But these days my brain has been hitting those dark places and has been worrying a lot more because I know that not every white person is a horrible racist. I know that not every cop wants me dead. I logically understand that, but what's been going on in the news, I, get filled with a little bit of anxiety when I come across people. Let me also say once again that I do not think that every white person or every police officer is a bad person, okay? I, it's just like when, when, when white folk want to say the N-word, well, I got a black friend. I got white folk in my family and I love them. They're wonderful human beings and they would never hurt me. I have a, a, amazing white friends who would never hurt me. So it's not logical, the fear that I have, you know. <laughs> it's very similar to what Trevor Noah said. It's not the bad apples, but it's the tree itself that happens to grow a few good apples every now and then. We need to see those good apples stand up and or speak up we need those good apples not to pretend that this isn't going on. We need those good apples to use their privilege for good. Now, I've had a lot of white people ask me what they can do, what can be done, how can I help, tell me that they stand by me and, if, and, and, and that if they, if they will step in to defend me if need be. And those words are important to me and I am appreciative of them. But we need more. I, I hate to say it, but we need you to go out of your way and show your kindness. Maybe you see a black woman carrying a lot of bags trying to open a door. Hold the door for her. When, 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 a, when a black person smiles at you, don't look at them in disgust. Smile back. When you see us walking down the street, don't, don't clutch your bag closer to you. These are just some human decency type of things that we're asking for, which really isn't much. I don't understand all this horribleness that's going on in the world because we're not asking for much. We just want to be treated like human beings. And the biggest thing that I think we need is for you to educate your family and your friends. Ask them why they judge us for the color of our skin. Why do they hate us so much? Do they have a reason other than the hatred they were taught? Please understand that I'm not asking you to do these things. I'm telling you what would be helpful. I understand a lot of you are probably afraid of losing family members and close friends if you were to stand up and use your privilege for good. But is being around those hateful, those hate-filled people is that better than showing love? I don't know. I'll probably hold the discussion about this on Stereo app sometime soon. So be sure to follow me there at True Smiles Jones. T R U the word smiles and my last name Jones. Smiles is spelled with an S. I've been thinking about talking about this for quite some time. I know my podcast is supposed to be professionally silly, but I could not ignore the things that are going on right now. I'll end this by saying Black Lives Matter. Our lives matter. My life matters. Do me a huge favor. Hell, do us all a huge favor. Be good apple. Okay, let's get to this episode. In other news, I uploaded a new video on my professionally silly YouTube channel, and it's called Interesting Dating Profiles. And people share the weirdest things on their dating profiles online, and I must say, I, I kind of want to be friends with a few of them. Not, not sure I would date them, but I would definitely grab a few drinks with these people. So I, I think my, one of my favorites uh, on that video was the grandmother who set up, excuse me, grandfather, who set up a dating profile for his granddaughter. And in the photo, he used a picture of him holding and pointing to a photo of her saying that she makes bad choices that fucking floored me so (laughs) the link will be down in the show notes so do me a favor and click the thumbs up button to support my visual pro silliness and uh, don't forget to subscribe now last week on the podcast one of my amazing listeners came up with a great episode topic and we discussed petty revenge stories and it was awesome and there are some petty-ass people in this world, and I'm one of them. And, <laughs> and reading about them is entertaining as fuck. Once again, shout out to Willow for giving us that idea last week. This week, we're going to hit uh, the paranormal side and discuss scary experiences people had at 3 a.m. Now, this is a time... That is also known as the witching hour or as the devil's hour. It's between the hours of 3 and 4 a.m. And it's said that there are more supernatural events that occur around this time. Whether you're dealing with witches, demons, or even ghosts, it's said that they are at their most powerful because the veil between worlds is thinner. Now, demonic activities are at their highest between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. In my experience as a paranormal investigator, things tend to get more wild between 3 and 4 in the morning. Okay? (laughs) I can tell you that for a fact. (laughs) Now, even though I'm a paranormal investigator, I'm a scary one. And when I say that, I mean everything fucking scares me. Like, I go out there looking for ghosts, but I'd be terrified when I'm sitting in bed and my hair touched my neck, you know, like I freaked the fuck out. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm that bitch that walks by a mirror and forgets there's a mirror there, sees my reflection and I'm out this bitch. Like I, I know, I know, but that's probably why my paranormal black blacktivity series uh, on my channel is so much fun because I'm like a real person. Like I'm not just, Oh shit. Did you hear that? Let's go check it out. I'm like, Oh shit. Did you hear that? maybe we should go check it out sit there for a few more minutes before I actually go and then go (laughs) so yeah anyways this (laughs) this is going to be a fun episode now before we get into this wildly creepy episode um if you have any fun scary embarrassing creepy funny stories what have you any experiences that you want to share send them in and email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly.com. And do me a favor in the subject title. Just give me, uh, I, I guess, like an idea of what it's about. Is it a, is it a, you know, a story about yourself? Is it a fun story? Is it a scary story? Let me know what the genre is in the title, if you can. Now I cover a lot of interesting topics, so if you want to join in the silly, hit me up. Hit me up. And if you got any topic ideas, just like Willow, you can let me know as well. Email me. Or you can let me know on the uh, podcast, Instagram, and Twitter page at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. Or on our new Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. Let a bitch know. Okay, I have no idea why I did that. If you you would like to support this podcast, please leave this podcast a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform that you're using to listen. Because it's free. Apple Podcasts reviews are super important. Okay, the reviews hold the most weight, and not every podcast platform has the option for you to even leave a review, which is fucking crazy, <laughs> okay? Well, anyways, it's spooky time, so who's ready for some what-the-fuck moments? I know I am. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Let's go ahead and get to it. I work in a supermarket early shift. And part of my job is changing the shelf labels for the price changes each day. Just this past Wednesday, I was putting new labels on a shelf of hand soap when about two feet along the shelf from me, a bottle shot off and landed in the middle of the aisle. I looked along the aisle at my colleague and she just shrugs her shoulders and says, happens all the time. I've never directly witnessed anything else, but being one of the first on the shop floor each day, I'm now questioning all the items that I see in the aisle first thing, and guessing I can't blame untidy customers for all of them. Fucking great. So now every time I go to a grocery store and see shit out of place or on the floor, I'm going to automatically assume that the place is haunted. This is... (laughs) Yay! (laughs) <laughs> well, I can, I can kiss those late night visits to Walmart goodbye. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. Shit is always in disarray there all the time. Is it the ghosts? Is it the unhappy Walmart employees? Or maybe it really is asshole customers. I don't know. I don't. And I remember one time I went to Walmart and I saw this guy open up different beer cases as he proceeded to make himself a personal variety six pack. Yeah. Then he goes to self-checkout and uses the Coors Light six-pack holder to scan, okay? Which was on sale, by the way. <laughs> but he had five different beers in that thing and that, that were not on sale, okay? Because I guarantee IPAs are not the same price <laughs> as Coors Light, okay? And he left that whole beer section in complete disarray. What a dick! Anyway, the fact that this person looked at their coworker and that person just shrugged and was like happens all the time. What the fuck? That's all you gotta say? Bruh, you can warn me about this shit? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna need backstory, like what the hell happened here? Is it a friendly ghost? Are we dealing with demons? What we doing boo boo? Cause I have question marks, hunty. I need to know. <laughs> Well, that was just a lovely way to dip our toe into this awesome, into this creepy uh, pond of awesome. Let's go on to the next story, shall we? When I was in fourth grade, I would always sleep with my door open. I went through that phase where I would wake up between 3 and 4 a.m. every night. And every single night, I would hear footsteps walking up my stairs, around the living room, Through my dining room, across my kitchen, and down the hallway. They would always stop right before my doorway, then turn around and go back into the basement. One night, they didn't stop. What I saw was a shadow of a little girl, or boy, I couldn't really tell, walk right in front of my doorway. Look at me for a few seconds, then it walked away, back down the stairs. I slept with the door closed the next night. That is creepy as fuck. (laughs) Waking up every night at 3am, then hearing footsteps at that time every night? No. And and then from... (laughs) From listening to my other paranormal episodes on this podcast, I'm sure many of you know how I feel about ghost children. They freak me the fuck out. If this is your first time listening, I don't like them. I <laughs> like and also alive children kind of freak me out too. They're gross. But I I certainly don't blame this person for now sleeping with their door closed. I also find it difficult for me to sleep with my door open. I you know, I don't like that. It's just the creepy idea of being in bed you know, at, at night by yourself in the dark, and then you glance at your door and there's a shadow of something standing there. That freaks me the fuck out. Also, it feels like, and this is my true crime brain, it feels like if I close the door and somebody's getting in, I'm going to hear them open that door. That might give me a couple of seconds to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> But luckily for me, I've got like this really creaky floor at the entrance of my door. So I would hear someone get to my door before they actually open it. So that's, that's my luck. I used to hate that creaky floor, but now that I think about it, it's, it's a godsend. Nobody can sneak in my room without me fucking knowing. (laughs) Unless they're levitating. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Wow. I also find it, um you know, difficult to use a bathroom with the door open. Like I, it's got to be closed when I'm showering. It's got to be closed. It's closed and locked. <laughs> okay. So if you're my future boo thing and we live together, I'm going to be showering and shitting with the door closed. I'm going to need you to respect my reasons for that. Okay. Don't make fun of me. Uh, listen, boo thing. If you're out there. Okay. This is just how it's going to be. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. And honestly, if the room has a door and I enter it, there's a good chance I'm closing it behind me. That is what it is. And I, I certainly don't need a uh, little, uh, little ghost children staring at me in the doorway. No. Also, what the fuck is this ghost walking around her entire fucking house for? Are they looking to buy or rent the fuck? Like, <laughs> are they security checking the perimeter? Like, what are you doing? Why, why are you walking? Because she said, he or she said that the ghost or the spirit of the footsteps they heard was walking up the stairs in the living room, uh, going in the kitchen, in the hallway, to so the dining room. Like, why are you, what, what are you doing? <laughs> no, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> I don't have the time. I do not have the time. Oh my God. That is so creepy. Imagine hearing that. As a child, hell, as an adult, imagine hearing that. And you know you live alone? No. No. (laughs) A few years ago, one night around 3 a.m., my wife and I were sleeping. And I, I feel myself slowly waking up from a really deep sleep. My eyes started lifting up. And as soon as they focused on the lamp on my dresser, it slid off and shattered on the floor. My wife and I quickly sat up and looked at each other, horrified at the startling noise. We agreed we would clean it up in the morning and went back to sleep. The next morning, when we woke up, the lamp was at the foot of the bed, about five feet from where it fell completely intact and not broken at all. We're still trying to make sense of it. Okay. No ma'am. No ma'am. I don't I don't need glass items being thrown anywhere near me. Um first of all, how the hell do you just go back to sleep after that? Who the fuck raised you? Okay? I would have been up for the remainder of the night. Okay, laundry done, bathroom clean, eating food, and jamming to Childish Gambino. I, <laughs> then they just gonna wake up the next morning and the lamp is completely intact at the foot of of, of your bed? Uh, did they ignore that too? <laughs> oh, well, I could have sworn that it was... Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a shower. What the fuck? I would have been like, um, didn't that lamp just fly off the dresser and shatter last night? And my boo would have been like, yes, the fuck it did, all while she's packing our shit to move. Listen, I don't need, okay, spirits throwing shit around my house for any reason. <laughs> that is how I feel about it, and I will not apologize. No ma'am, no sir, no way, no how. The fuck? That's, mm-mm, no, no. No. <laughs> In the basement watching TV in the dark while my whole family was upstairs. As I'm chilling there, I, I hear footsteps coming down the basement stairs. And while I normally can tell which family member it is by the cadence, the heaviness of their steps, I didn't recognize these ones. The footsteps stopped before the bottom of the stairs, so I called out saying, Oh, ha ha, so scary, I know it's you, thinking that it was my brother or someone trying to scare me. I look back to the TV, and the footsteps start again, and I whip my head back to the stairs, just in time to see a dark figure go into a side room that has glass doors. It's pretty much pitch black, So I'm assuming whoever it was was standing right behind the glass looking at me. That's when I started to get scared. And so I ran to the lights and flipped them on. Only to find the room empty. My entire family was still upstairs. It was too spooky. First off, okay, you were... Watching TV alone in the dark basement by yourself alone. I had to, I had to reiterate the alone part. Okay. That's already spooky as fuck. Okay. But you did this shit at 3am to make matters worse. What the entire fuck? Also, I, I know exactly what you mean by being able to tell who's coming up and down the stairs by the sound of the footsteps. Okay. Because when my mom comes down the stairs, it sounds completely different than when my cousin comes down the stairs. I, I know the footsteps sounds of my family, as weird as that may sound. Okay, <laughs> that is terrifying. And I also know what it's like to hear uh, or, or to feel, excuse me, something is looking at you or watching you, but you can't see it. We, we've all felt that, 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 that fear, you can just feel eyes on you. Sometimes you can figure out what it is. Sometimes you can't, but this right here, his first mistake was watching TV by himself in the dark at 3 a.m. in the basement. I don't know what the fuck or why, but that was his uh, first mistake. This should not have been done. If you're going to watch TV in the basement, lights, all lights need to be on. Somebody that you love and trust needs to be there with you. Uh, <laughs> and se- I, you have to spray for insects because I don't need like a fly or something to to touch my, my knee. And I'm thinking, oh shit, you know, it's a demon. Like, I don't need things like this happening. Just do not watch TV in the dark, in the basement by yourself at 3 a.m. Just don't do it. Don't do it, okay? I feel like, just don't do it. <laughs> shit. When I was growing up, One of my best friends told me about a very creepy situation involving him, his younger brother, and a man in the window. When my friend and his little brother were younger, they shared a bedroom. They were some years apart, but his younger brother was born with a multitude of different health issues, including multiple sclerosis, and he's confined to a wheelchair and cannot care for himself. So, to keep an eye on him overnight when his parents couldn't, they shared a room. One night, my friend randomly woke up for no reason in particular and happened to glance over at his younger brother, but noticed something very startling, a strange silhouette of a man wearing a top hat looking through the window behind his younger brother's crib. The first thing my friend did was jump up and turn the lights on, then ran into his parents' room to tell them what he saw. When his parents came back into their room to investigate, his younger brother was having a seizure. A few of his family members say that it was his younger brother's guardian angel standing in the window that night. My friend believes it was death. It's all still pretty unsettling to me. Holy freaking shit. That's scary. Like what? What do you, what do you even say? I, like I, I would never, never sleep over at that friend's house ever. I'm sorry. Um, you seeing uh, homies with top hats? Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to stay home. Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> no, you can't come here. I don't I don't need you bringing the top hat motherfucker with you. You 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 stay there. <laughs> we can talk on the phone. Even that's a little risky. Maybe we shouldn't be friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But that's some scary shit. I mean, okay. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on, but I'm 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 good on on dudes with top hats. I'm good. And I I mean, Did't buddy make his his friend's brother uh didn't buddy make like his friend's brother have a seizure the dude in the top hat did he give him a seizure or was that top hat dude actually helping to like hey dude um I'm showing myself to you so you can save your little brother or was it like hey dude I'm about to kill your little brother like i, I what 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 was it did the key did the kid see the spirit and 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 freak the fuck out like the the little man that had the seizure like I have so many questions. And I honestly think, I do think that the family told him that it was a guardian angel so so they wouldn't scare him because, you know, he had to sleep in that room and shit. <laughs> Listen, kids are not as stupid as y'all think, okay? They know shit, okay? And when they tell you that they saw something, then they fucking probably did. And you need to pay attention to that shit because there's no way in fuck hell that I, my, there's no way my, my parents would talk me into oh that's just a guardian angel don't worry about it when the guardian angels wear fucking top hats and i feel like almost every old timey um movie or cartoon the villain has on a fucking top hat okay even jafar from aladdin it wasn't a top hat but it was a big ass hat okay <laughs> what scar from the lion king he would look wonderful in a top hat okay no no (laughs) listen I'm against top hats just throwing that out there they're they're creepy people hide shit in them they're always pulling out rabbits and shit I don't have time for that type of disrespect or uh or or creepy magic no (laughs) no good lord My cousin recently moved here from India and on a recent road trip exploring America we were shooting the shit and exchanging ghost stories and laughing at all the similarities and the differences between American ghost stories and Indian ghost stories when I asked her if she ever experienced anything supernatural. Her eyes widened as she averted her eyes through the window. Just when the silence was about to be too much for me She softly responded, yes, a few. One is troubling. When I was in second year of college, I stayed in an all-girls hostel. I made many friends. We were all very happy to be in school away from our conservative parents. The hostel was so much fun, but it was very, it was in a very, very old building. Electricity was only put in the rooms. Sometimes candles were placed along the windows if a watchman was present, but normally, once you left your rooms, you were faced with complete darkness. It's common to wake up someone if you needed to walk down to the restroom at the end of the hall. We all had a childish fear of being alone in the dark. One night... I had to use the restroom. It was about 4 a.m. I went to my friend's bed and tapped her on her arm and she immediately opened her eyes as soon as I touched her. I apologized for bothering her and told her I needed to pee. She smiled at me and hopped out of bed. All the way down the hallway, she laughed and danced. I couldn't see her at all, but... Her bangles clanked together loudly, and the bells on her ankles, on her anklet, jiggled softly. It was calming. I laughed and sash- sashayed my hips down the hallway with her, too tired to match elaborate arm movements, though. She said nothing to me, though occasionally, I heard her hum one of our favorite Bollywood songs. The same thing happened on our return. I fell asleep easily when I got back to my room. I awoke fairly late the next morning to the sound of men in our room. They surrounded her bed, and I bolted from my bed, prepared to protect my friend, when I realized they were administrators of the college. I peered over closer. My friend's Lifeless eyes were fixated on my bed. The same smile on her face. Suicide. Her time of death was 11.30 p.m., almost five hours before I woke her. Oh, damn. That is some horrifying shit. Definitely definitely the scariest of all the stories that I've shared in this episode, in my opinion. Can you imagine thinking that your friend is alive and well, just dancing down the hallway with you and helping you out, only to find that they died way before you quote-unquote woke them up? I mean, I, I don't know a lot of people who dance down dark hallways now that I think about it. I mean, oh wow. And even after death... She was there for her friends, and also, how long was this hallway? If they're like, occasionally, she would hum, like, "What the fuck? How long is this hallway?" <laughs> oh my god, I, I don't know if any of these stories are real, or not, but I'm, <laughs> but just the idea of any of them happening to me when I'm alone is scary as fuck. It is. I'm 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 kind of pissed at myself for recording this alone because it's about two a.m. now. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch a few episodes of Family Guy or something before I go to sleep. Shit, that's crazy. How come so many hard, like scary ass things happen in hostels? Hold, see, this is why I don't go to hostels. Okay, if I can't get a hotel or an apartment or uh, an inn, so I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going. Damn. This was a creepy ass episode. I I still have to to film a my three AM haunted forest video for my paranormal black activity channel and I've been putting that shit off with good reason. Not looking forward to it at all, especially now. Damn it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Listen, if there's anything you can take from this podcast episode, make sure your ass is asleep between the hours of three and four AM. There is no reason to be awake at all. Okay? Just none. Late night shows over by one. Take your ass to sleep. You can <laughs> just take your ass to sleep. <laughs> this is not, it's just not worth it. Also, uh, learn the footsteps of your family members. These are professionally silly life rules, people. Okay. And, and, and don't go down dark hallways by yourself. If you have a hallway of a place that you're currently residing in or you're visiting and it's completely dark and it's, it's long enough for you to occasionally hum. You need to not be there, especially between the hours of 3 and 4 a.m. Keep your, hold your pee, hold your pee until 5, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to save lives here. <laughs> oh gosh, if you have any stories that you want to share, you can send me your stories to my email at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Everything is spelled correctly. Scary, funny, embarrassing, paranormal. Maybe you just want to say, hey, email me. All right. And also, don't forget, you can leave me a message on the Anchor app or my Google voice number, 805 664 1828. Leave me a voicemail or a text message, and I'll put you in the podcast unless you say otherwise. But I would love to hear from you guys. It'll be awesome. Shout out to uh, Wikipedia, thoughtscatalog.com, and of course, Reddit. These, uh, these are the websites that I use to find uh, our future nightmares that we'll be having. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank y'all so much for your supports and coming back every week. If this is your first time listening, I certainly hope that you uh, had some creepy audible fun and that you'll return to join me every Friday as we get professionally silly up in this bitch. No matter the topic of the podcast episode, we will always have some fun. I tend to poke fun at things that are not really funny, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to talk about them. So, (laughs) wouldn't be able to do it. (laughs) And don't forget that you can support your girl by leaving reviews and uh, five stars on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts, if you got that. They are the podcast gods and if they like you on apple Podcasts, you have a good chance of reaching more people which is what i say is what fucking titties i would love that all right but yes do me a favor leave a review on apple podcast leaving a five star and written review really helps this podcast get into the algorithm okay so it can actually be suggested to new listeners which is my goal that's my goal. And if you are reviewing this podcast on other podcast directories, please let me know because I may not have access to, to see those reviews. So screenshot them and send them to me in the professionally silly podcast group on Facebook or email them to me so I can see them and I'll share them here on the podcast. I would love, 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 love to do that. I would love that. Oh my God. Yes. If you enjoy the professionally silly podcast and you want to help out you can now you can support my silly content by making monthly donations and this will be very helpful in making the professionally silly podcast even better and help move the silly forward you can now make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month four dollars and 99 cents or 9.99 a month right here on the anchor app and if you have commitment issues or you don't have the Anchor app, there's always PayPal. www.paypal.me/ambersmilesjones. Help me keep the silly flowing. I'm trying to save up so I can get myself uh, some audio recording software that I'll be able to make things a lot better, make the sound quality better on this podcast. So uh, anything that you can you can donate will be amazing balls. Also, guys, check out the show notes for some bonus information, like my social media stuff. I got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, two YouTube channels. Your girl is all over the place, okay? Your girl is all over the place. So my personal and podcast social media info can be found down below in the show notes. And uh, follow this podcast, once again, on Instagram and Twitter at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O, then the word silly. I do post some stuff pertaining to the episodes that I upload, so you don't want to miss that. There's also a Facebook group, once again, called the Professionally Silly Podcast Group. You can share your opinions of the older and or newer episodes, post silly, true crime, paranormal memes, whatever. Let's have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, guys, and you can snail mail me. I got a P.O. box. Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. box 533. Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. Once again, PO Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. And I'll make sure that I leave that in the, uh, in the show notes below so you can see it there. Once again, I'm your audible boo Amber Smiles-Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there are pieces of shit everywhere.